Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Okay, ladies, welcome to another episode and thanks for joining in as always. Um, I am sitting across from a beautiful young woman who I just want to say, Mariana, you, it excites me. It excites me the way that your brain works, the way that the things that you're passionate about, the things that um, you have a deep understanding about for your age as well. Not saying that, you know, (laughs) how old are you, Mariana? I'm 22. You're 22. 22. You're a baby. But I love, I, I love, I love, I love. God, I don't know when I was 22. We'll talk about that later, okay? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But I just, I'll, I'll share a bit about what you're up to, the projects that you're working on, and then um, we're going to dive into so the ladies can get to know you. And and I think it get really, um, oh, there's something about you. Your energy is so oh, attractive yeah. and inspiring. So it's, it's a really cool yeah. thing. Um, but I know you're a personal you. trainer, so you, you are passionate about helping people, you know, feel good in their bodies and thrive in their bodies. And I know we're going to talk a little mm-hmm. bit about our health and self-love and all of that as well. You're also mm-hmm. the host of Commitment to Growth podcast, which I was an, a guest yes. on and absolutely loved. Ah. <laughs> yes. And an ins- aspiring doctor, which is just, I mean, I That's know you've got a 10 year journey ahead of you, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More school. How, how cool is that to know at the age that you are right now and and really be committed to that path and know what you want to do and and knowing that now after having a couple of chats with you it's such a fit. Like I feel like you are just mm. you serve and you help others and you support others. So this just all makes total sense to me. But Mariana, what I'm going to do, we always start with rapid fire so the ladies can get okay. to know you a little bit quicker. And mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a question and it's just the first thing that comes to your head. Good, bad, okay. ugly, <laughs> Sounds like fun. Let's do okay. it. Also, thank you for the introduction. That was so lovely. I was not expecting to be blushing this early in the morning. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I love making people blush. Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. If there's anything I can do, I can absolutely do that one. Beautiful. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. It's, it really is. Thank you. Okay. I would love for you to, you, to describe yourself in just three words. Oh, three words. Um, passionate, ambitious, and um, inquisitive. Uh, yes, and you are, and it's one of the. <laughs> it, it is. It's mm-hmm. such a great um, attribute that you have. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. What's the best compliment you've ever been given? Something best compliment I've ever been given. Um, that I make people feel seen. Mm. 
which is my top priority. Like all I, if, if anything I ever want to be remembered for, it is that. So the fact that somebody took their time to, to tell me that was just the most heartwarming, fulfilling thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Not that not to say this in a bad way, but you know, just make sure you've got that ready for your gravestone because that's a yeah. great, great little line there. One hundred. She made people feel seen. Yeah. Done. Done and done. That's brilliant. Thank you. That's okay. Brilliant. Best piece of advice you've been given? Oh, wait. best piece of advice I've been given. Um. Oh my gosh. Focus on how you want to feel rather than what you think you want your life to look like based on what you think is going to make you happy. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Such a, such a North star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Next one. If life is a game, what's the number one rule? It's the number one rule. Um, Learning, I think, learning how to embrace your individuality and independence while also balancing that with collectivism and teamwork Mm -hmm. with other people. I think that applies more to the culture that we're so immersed in, or or at least me, like a Western first world um, that is super hyper individualistic. But it's understanding that, you know, we this is so this sounds so morbid but like we come in alone we die alone right but in the time that we're here how can we embrace the community that we can we have with other people that we that we can build so well I love that mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a beautiful and what is something that you're reading or listening to right now that you'd love to recommend oh that I'm reading or listening to right now um I am reading uh, outliers right now by Malcolm Gladwell Mm -hmm. uh really good book it's definitely out of my typical scope of self-help call it but it's it's a interesting perspective on how we glorify success to be all about choice and all about um you know like personal commitment when it's also so dependent on circumstance and our culture and where we happen to be at a particular time so it's very it's I wouldn't say it's so much self-help, but just more to kind of like widen your perspective to get a more bird's eye view of like what success is actually comprised of. So absolutely. I know actually mm-hmm. my partner was reading that not long ago. So I know mm-hmm. it's, a, so I might have to pick it up and get totally. started. Totally. Yeah. It's a great yeah. book. Yeah. It's a great amazing. book. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Well, let's, um, I want to get into, I want to get into some fun hot topics, especially as a young woman. I feel like there might be some (laughs) things that are just like fiery with you. And it's cool. I I, I chat with, you know, I think it's important to chat with people in different generations and and same thing. It's different perspectives. It's different experiences, Mm -hmm. um, all of that. And we can always learn from those who are ahead of us in age, from those who are behind us in age. It doesn't really matter we're all living this mm-hmm. life this experience to pass on. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know, though, the thing that impresses me about you is, you know, you're in this space of personal development and of growth. Mm-hmm. You're really immersed in it. And I want to, I just want you to share, like, why? How did you get <laughs> this kind of space, right? Mm-hmm. Like, did something happen? Like, why is it important to you? How did you get in here doing this work at such a young yeah. age? <laughs> 
Absolutely. I, I get asked that a lot and it's not, I can't ever pick up on a one defining moment that was the catalyst to all of it. I feel like my upbringing, um, you know, as a daughter of immigrants, um, as a, uh, I was, I formerly was a, a gymnast. I was on the provincial team here, um, not long ago. Um, and just, I think as somebody with a lot of ambition to do a lot of things, my whole life has been this culmination of like gearing me in this direction because you, when you find yourself at crossroads and when you find yourself in the face of tough challenges, you're, for me, that was like starting this podcast or when I was in sport, it was, how are you balancing um, the sport with mindfulness? How are you balancing the defeats, the not so good competitions, things like that? you realize that it all comes down to mindset. It all comes down to perspective. It all comes down to the tools that you have to carry you through the adversity, the challenges. Um, And so I think what really drew me to this work was finding myself in those positions so often, like challenges, defeats, failures, and letting them define me for a lack of a more cliche, less cliche way of saying it, letting them define me. And um, that is really harmful. You can't let those things get to you or define you or hold any kind of bearing on you if you want to advance, if you want to learn how to grow from them. So um, the big pull towards this work was, okay, how am I bettering my perspective? Who is out there teaching about failure who was out there teaching about how to overcome adversity and then that led into everything else I was obsessed very quickly so from like my earliest teenage years I would say and then now into creating my own platform about it so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I mean with that as well so say because it's a it's a big old world this personal <laughs> development mm-hmm. right it is mm-hmm. it's um, I was I, I shared this in uh, I think it was a video, but just really the the amount of people investing in the personal development space. Like we're talking a multi-million dollar industry per year. Mm-hmm. And I believe most people, they want a certain result, right? What mm-hmm. they need to do is change the perspective, what you're talking about. Like it's how you see things, right? Mm-hmm. How you believe um, and therefore how you think about things emotionally react to things, put actions in place, et cetera. But the result that people are looking for is probably more time, more money. They're the, they're the currencies that people yes. are after. And so what I've noticed is I, I've been the same for me, your age as well, dove into personal development by chance. You know, I was in a, mm. a job where that was required. And so that took me down that path. Okay. But over, over time, I, I kind of would, you know, the last five years I lose sleep going, well, everyone invests in this for these outcomes, yet they have very little of those two things. Most people have mm-hmm. less money right now and less time. So yeah. something's not working. So let's just talk about personal development for you and maybe what it, what is it really, right? Like I can, you can go pick up a book. Cool. Anyone can pick up a book. Like the answers are at our fingertips, so what mm-hmm. do you see this space? Like what's what's going on there for you where it's just like people think they're doing personal development, but maybe they're not? Are they ticking mm-hmm. a box and thinking mm-hmm. that's helping them, but it's not? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you and I talked about this a bit on my podcast where I think in recent years with the boom of 
the wellness industry and kind of the the it girl, the that girl narratives um, have really painted personal development and personal growth to be something that is a lot more aesthetically pleasing and like good to look at rather than something that like the the feeling of what it is right because it's super easy to see um people journaling online and drinking their matcha and having the cute yoga clothes and everything but you that doesn't give you a glimpse into what it actually feels like to do those things you don't actually know the benefits that they're reaping of doing the gratitude journaling or something right and so I think what's harmful is when people perceive it to be okay if I drink the green juice and do the yoga and drink the supplement, um, then I'm doing personal growth, right? No, it's what is the intention behind doing those things and how are they making you a better person um, as a result of it? So at its core, um, to kind of totally flip that um, and steer away from that, I think personal I, I've almost started um, like gearing away from the term personal development just because I think it's so much more about stepping into yourself. Like how are you using personal growth and self-improvement, call it, to rid yourself of the things that you've been told you should do to be happy, you should do to be successful, and instead create your own formula for what those things mean mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, um, and I think especially for young women, are you noticing that they're falling into some like bullshit traps around yeah. what kind mm-hmm. of ones? Like what's what's common for young mm-hmm. women right now that you think, okay, that's just, that's not reality. That's a mm-hmm. standard that's been set by society, which, or a rule that's not even real, you oh know, lame. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. what yeah. They? 100% so many um definitely the ones I spoke about there like wellness is about looking a certain way versus feeling a certain way or doing something um I could speak a lot about body image but that would just be like two days worth conversation <laughs> body images I know one. but I kind of want to go there yeah <laughs> okay I I'll give you my I'm, take if you give me yours Okay, wonderful. I, you know, as a personal trainer, um, I think something that is so important to me and the message that I really try to hammer home is it's not about, it shouldn't, how you look ends up being a result of the things that you're doing to make you feel a certain way, right? Like if you're doing exercise because you want to gift your body with movement, because you want to be strong enough to hike Mount Everest, because you want to have the endurance to run that half marathon, um, you know, any aesthetic gains, we'll call them, are going to come as a result of that, but they should not be the priority because you, if if you don't feel good, you're not going to look in the mirror and tell yourself you look good. So I think that a huge, hugely implicit narrative that is still so interwoven in even some of the the narratives and videos and content posted by um fitness quote-unquote influencers who you know claim to take a very holistic approach to to exercise is like you know the way that you look is kind of priority the way that you look will define if you look good or not right because a lot of that narrative is around well I went from being this way to this way and now I feel incredible and now my life is better right and but nope you don't hear anybody talking about 
I, you know, I started running and my discipline got better. I started running and the time that I was able to spend in my head got better. My motivation, my happiness, my, my peace got better. So that's huge for me. Like how it's, and it shifts back to the idea that I spoke about at the beginning, right? Like how are we um, quoting how we want our life to feel as a priority rather than what we think it needs to look like to make us happy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, I love that. It's so important. And it, it really, it comes mm-hmm. down to um, unplugging from the bullshit, unplugging from the yeah. narrative and every narrative is made up, right? Like it's like, oh, what are we choosing yeah. to connect into? And is that really serving us? Does it move us? Is it helpful or is it unhelpful? But it's, it's also every time that we rely on um, a standard that society sets as to what is healthy we've just seen the pendulum swing as well right like mm-hmm. it used to be yes you know a certain look and you still see that what you're um what you're referring to like you know a certain look a certain shape or like whatever it might be th- this means healthy but then you're seeing the pendulum mm-hmm. swing and now it's about women who I'm sorry but are overweight like, mm-hmm. ah, and it's like, but this is healthy. Now, I'm not saying either is or isn't because you can have a really skinny body and be unhealthy, unhealthy mm-hmm. in mind, unhealthy in discipline, unhealthy on the inside. Like your, your organs mm-hmm. might be going, wow, you've really given me a shit ride here, right? But yeah. on the, on the <laughs> yeah. outside, it's just a, a skinny body. So when we're, when we're relying on those things and we're, we're seeing this pendulum swing as to what's right and what's wrong, in health mm-hmm. and we're going well that's right and that's wrong versus the core of what you're saying it's like for me I know there's a baseline of my health so it's not necessarily about the numbers mm-hmm. on the scale but what they do is they help guide me because then then I go mm-hmm. okay the party's got to stop where did this discipline go to like it's not about that I've put three kilos on it's about I don't operate well at this level I operate my best at this level mm. or whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. This is where I have my energy. This is where I have my stamina. This is where I know like I just feel good in my body, you know, and that could be like having a few a few kgs a little bit more than what they say, you know, you should or shouldn't mm-hmm. have. It's like, no, but I, Absolutely. I love myself because I, I look after myself. But on the flip side of it, it's also about, it's not about, you know, now it's if you're looking after your body, you mustn't love it. Like if you're doing mm. things, oh, we'll just accept it as it is. And it's like, well, oh. why? Because I'm pretty sure my flexibility Absolutely. from when I was 10 to now is she ain't good. So you no, have to yeah. do it. Like you have to work on it, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's so it's it's awful being in that position because you go to the gym and you feel this imposter syndrome of like especially me, right? Like I, uh, well, sorry, not especially me. That puts me on a pedestal, but um, I experience it a lot because as a personal trainer who preaches, you know, focus on how you, how you want to make you feel. Some, even though I go to the gym with that intention, I'm like, oh my gosh, what message am I setting to people who are watching? Um, but it's not, it's difficult because I think that you have to trust that the message that you're sending and in the integrity with which you are sending it is being received by the people who actually see you through the narratives that they perceive your message to be sending because people will always have things to say um and it's important that you just stick with what feels best to you and it's it's hard especially when you're in the public eye like we are right when we post the things that we're up to when we post our philosophies about life um 
But another part of braving life is also accepting that you're not going to please everybody either. Impossible. So. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. Absolutely. Yeah. You free yourself a minute that you accept that and embrace that. So <laughs> I always find it so funny though. I don't know if you've had this, but where, where someone who say they don't agree, or maybe they flat out dislike you, but mm. still spend their time and energy to make a comment or to write to you or to follow you. I'm like, like this is a really interesting way to spend your time. Um, I, who's really losing here? Like you could have gone and <laughs> You could have gotten like watched a movie instead, but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But I, and I think this that you were saying it before, and it's something that w- that we talk a lot about is is it's first understanding who you are, like really know yourself and question mm-hmm. yourself, start finding these answers. So, if you were to give some, what what does it really look like? What is this journey of knowing yourself, understanding how you want to feel? developing like self-improvement mm-hmm. we know it's not necessarily just journaling we know it's not necessarily just having your matcha tea and you know ticking the boxes what mm-hmm. does it actually look like for you so far like mm-hmm. and what are some maybe what are some practices that have helped you because I think that's the other thing there's mm-hmm. the learning of something like we just consume all this stuff and it's like well that sounds good mm-hmm. and then that's of it yeah, absolutely. I I think it's it's really it's really difficult. <laughs> I won't sugarcoat it. Um I think it's it's a for me what it has looked like has really been leaning into my inner compass and trusting that it's always guiding me in the right direction. Um I heard I saw this video on TikTok by Esther Perel yesterday. For those of you who don't know who she's um like a relationship counselor huge in her field is just one of the most incredible people I know um and this is a bit unrelated but I think it paints a wonderful example um she says I think she's talking about like somebody who's in a relationship who's unhappy and they're starting to notice other people that aren't their partner and she says when you catch yourself looking to the into the eyes of another person and wanting to leave your own partner it's not because it's not just because you've fallen out of love with the, with that person. It's because you've fallen out of love with the person that you've become in that relationship, yeah. and you, yeah. yeah, and you are now idolizing the person that you could be if you weren't. Now, that's not to say that if you are having questions about your relationship, that you should necessarily leave it. But what I'm trying to say is, for me, I think something that has been so such a driving force has been noticing the moments where I don't feel like I'm living up to my potential yeah. and braving the discomfort of that because there's a voice inside all of us that is always telling us like you're not doing what you should be doing you're lying to this person you're lying to yourself um you are you need to leave the situation you need to go after this like it's always there it's always always there it's just so hidden underneath the narratives that we've been told are going to make us happy and I think personal growth is just that is learning to get under the layers of okay well am I really going to the gym again to keep up with this example am I really going to the gym because I personally enjoy it or do I dread going every morning like would I rather be doing Zumba would I rather be doing just dance on my Wii you know like it's so true it's yeah and I think it really is about braving the the space between and mastering the space between the stimulus and the response 
right? Mm-hmm. Because in that space is where that voice is most present, right? Because if you commit to doing the thing that society is telling you to do, well, you've just silenced it for the mm-hmm. most part, right? Because now you're way too focused on fulfilling society's idea of what happiness or joy or fitness is. But when you master that space and you start feeling that voice and you take some time to listen to it, well, then you have the space to make another decision. And when you go with the one that is coming from that intuition, that gut feeling, that's when you've turned turned the page to writing your own narrative, to writing your own philosophy, doing the things that are actually good for you and make you happy. So Mm-hmm. Mm, so powerful and even <laughs> as you're speaking I hope I hope the women listening because this is what I'm getting as you're speaking is I'm thinking of pivotal moments where that that has literally been exactly what happened right mm-hmm. like and and I think it's um it's easy to say that we want more because it, it and you know I chat with a lot of women I'm sure you speak with a lot of women and it's not hard to know that we want more but mm-hmm. become a person who achieves that different result that's not actually easy the easy mm-hmm. part saying it the hard parts to come because there's a lot of stuff that you might need to leave behind you know and as you're saying society's stories and this is the path but also you know it could be your family's it's mm-hmm. it more like think of it it's you know more it's closer like it's the friendship group it's the family it's mm-hmm. a religion a culture like whatever it might be could be really close to home um mm-hmm. and that story and that way of well this is just how it's done or what you do or this is the path to follow and the box that you're in it's hard to peek out of it and then jump out of it because you've got to mm-hmm. leave a, a fair bit of stuff behind um, and I'm sure that people can, like, even as you were doing it, just to share for myself, like I left a really long-term relationship. I think it was 12 years that we were together. And as mm. you were explaining how, is it Esther? Yeah. Esther Perel. Perel. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go stalk her. Incredible woman. I recommend, <laughs> yeah, recommend her to everybody. I'm mm. going to go listen to her because it was exactly that. It was, I mm. didn't, I was, Mariana, I was literally so angry in my body because Mm. because I wasn't listening to that voice I knew I had to take action on it and it was so loud and so clear and I knew I was I would that was the path and it was time too but I I was so um done with being this old self Mm -hmm. it's still in the decision and the result of the old self but then it was like shit it's time to go yeah it was, there was nothing even Absolutely. wrong there was I wasn't in a bad relationship I was with a, an amazing guy like it, there was nothing necessarily wrong except for that except for that uh, inner where it's like yeah the old stuff like this isn't me if I stay here it just feels suffocating and so whether mm-hmm. that's with a relationship whether that's with um a friendship group, whether that's with it, even ideas that we have, like how many ideas that we have that we just suppress, right? Because don't be mm-hmm. too good, too shiny, too much, too successful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. I was in the exact same situation earlier this year, um, left, left a relationship, long-term relationship. Um, and it's, I mean, I say that as a 22 year old, right? But um, some, I think one of the hardest things is like, when there's nothing else wrong but that feeling is accepting that that was like the hardest thing for me it's like there isn't 
a lot wrong. I'm just not happy. It'd be easier if there was, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably oh, 100%. Thing. Yeah. Right, we, we wait until it's like, well, if if it goes wrong, worst case scenario, give me like, because then I'll have to change. And so we're all waiting for the worst mm-hmm. case to actually make the change that we need to. Yes. Which is yes. a terrible, terrible It's plan. terrible. It's a, it's a terrible way of, of approaching it. No, absolutely. Sometimes that feeling is enough. And, you know, you don't, at the end of the day, you don't really owe anybody an explanation when that feeling is the one that is telling you to go, but it's, can you master just, just sticking with it? Right. And I'm sure like when you leaned into that feeling, now you can look back and say, okay, no, there are things that I was blind to. Um, there were things that I wasn't seeing. Uh, thank gosh I made that decision, (laughs) whatever that looks like for you. But in the moment, if it's just that it's really hard to accept that as your guiding compass. Mm -hmm. I love what you said there about follow through. That's yeah. such a great point. Can you Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard, but worthwhile. Let's Absolutely. okay. Let's talk about what's in that follow through. So I'd love to know from you. I think especially, I think it's, I don't know. Is it more of a female thing that we do care a little bit more about what others think? Um, um, males do, but maybe don't show it in the same way. Anyway, I'm not an mm-hmm. expert in that space, <laughs> but <laughs> for those mm-hmm. who are like, yeah, I'm committed to this path I'm committed to questioning who the f I am and finding Mm -hmm. out that answer and taking that next step and doing what I need to do whether it's with my relationship whether it's with the idea that I have the business the things that I want to create right along that path going to be a bit awkward sometimes because (laughs) Mm -hmm. we may have to think differently to what we have been thinking and that those around us think we may have to do Mm -hmm. differently like we may have to really leave I say may, but we do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) our old self behind and go into the new. What what advice do you have for the whole worrying about what people think about me? Because Mm. I just think it stops so many of us. Yeah, it it really does. Oh, I, it's so funny. I, I come back to that a lot myself. Like how much of like there's always some nerves before I post a reel of my opinion. There's always some nerve when I like write up a post about something that I learned and I'm like, I want to share it with the world. You know, I don't know that it's fully in our capacity to ever ditch that. Right. Because, you know, if, if we're getting really like at the core of it, biologically, we're wired to look to the pack to make sure that we're we're good we're not going to get left out because survive from survival instinct we need that we need that guidance to know okay we still fit in we're not going to get left out we're not going to die alone right mm-hmm. um but it's when we are so focused on other people's journeys of other people's approaches to life that we fail to look at our own and like we use we use other people's journeys, other people's successes as a distraction from our own responsibility that we have to take for our own lives, right? I think a huge thing in the personal growth world is that we're so quick to look for quick fixes, right? Yes. Like we in want mm-hmm. the minute that somebody has a seven step formula, but then gets quote-unquote trumped by somebody with a three-step formula for happiness we're like okay this is where it's at I'm gonna buy this book even if it costs me fifty dollars like 
we want the quick fixes, but, and as much as you can use those kinds of books as to guide yourself about like, how are people approaching this journey? How are people doing it? Um, there's no, you'll never be able to copy somebody else's formula to a T ever. And I think that what we have to embrace is like learning that life is about creating your own, right? You can only take it's in pieces from other people's but if you are copying somebody else's then it comes back to this idea again that we're not living in integrity we're mm. not living according to who we are and need to be for ourselves for our sanity right so um to i guess to kind of come back full circle it's not about looking to others to find shame or create shame about where you are or where you think you should be it's about how are you using other people's examples to pull its in pieces into your own approach to make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a, um, it's a really important message. And I don't know, I think we, we need to have it drilled in us over and over because yeah. I think oh gosh, yeah. we forget, right. We forget it's easy to, but, but mm-hmm. every woman listening in has everything she needs. We yeah. all, we all are so capable. We all have, unique skills and experience and transformations and experience like things that we've been through which are so valuable but if we keep Mm -hmm. on you said copying others or Mm -hmm. trying to get out of doing the work yeah the universe whether you want to be woo-woo or not but it's just Mm -hmm. the reality doesn't reward you for that no It it can't it's like you're fucking up the flow no, 100%. And I think that that's huge too. Something that I really had to kind of a discomfort that I had to brave this year was realizing that I was so, that I was running so hard to like read the next book, listen to the next podcast episode, because it was like, I always want to be better. Always, always, mm-hmm. always. Um, but it was out of attempt to leave the discomfort of being okay with who I am right now right mm. and like working with the version of myself that I am right now you can it it's like the the body argument right like you can love your body and still want a six-pack totally. you can love your body and still want to squat 300 pounds but and it and it like comes back to it comes back to that in personal growth like you can understand that you might have more healing to go through more discipline to develop while being okay with the version of yourself that you are right now mm. and I think being so caught up in that chase of I want to be better is you trying to prove yourself against a higher power call it whatever you like to call that that you can be better when the heck you are made perfect the way you are and like when with the things that you need like you said so absolutely it's so true it's like striking this beautiful balance of acceptance and absolute like Mm-hmm. for like where you are what you have everything that's there while also knowing that there's also more but that doesn't mean that you're not happy with what you've got exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah really cool oh this has been such a, a great conversation and I just oh, think right. um yeah, I love I love talking about it because I think it's one of those spaces that's been shiny for a little bit, you know, personal growth, personal development. There's so much, especially with social media mm-hmm. now, is that it can be overconsumption. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I love your perspective on it because I think 
you know, even just listening to you, I can hear things like your philosophies around it. And it's like, okay, that could help guide me to go, yeah, this is something for me to listen to. This is part of that journey for me. Or is this just another shiny thing? Mm. You know, why am I really doing this thing? Do I really know myself on yeah. this journey? And it's totally. it's confronting when you realize you don't. At oh any my gosh. <laughs> sure. It's confronting. It's like, well, there's something to be done. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's so worthwhile. Is there anything else that you'd love to add or just leave us with? Oh my gosh. Um yeah, I think with what you just said there about like being confronted with the oh, do I actually have an intention or a purpose behind um, doing what I'm doing, going to the gym, drinking that juice, whatever it is. Um, I think something that we're not encouraged to do enough is to ask why, right? Like a lot of us just live with the, okay, well, that's just how things are because a lot of things like gravity and the speed of light have a constant, have have a formula, right? But when it comes to choosing how you should live your life there is absolutely no formula it's it's yours to create so we need to become better and more assertive in asking why when we're about to do something that we think is going to make us happy or that we are drawn to because we perceive it as successful or fulfilling so yeah start asking why folks (laughs) that's what I'll leave you with I love mm-hmm. that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Message. That is so cool. Absolutely love it. Thank you so Thank much you. for this conversation and for just being inspiring and just having the, yeah. the commitment to this bloody process of life. Oh my gosh. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's messy. Have, right? we're, it's we're messy. All trying, we're all trying <laughs> to work out, but I'm so glad that we've connected and can't wait to chat more and see your journey as we go. Where can the ladies connect with you and follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I am mostly over on it's at commitment to growth podcast on Instagram. I do have a fitness page called commitment to growth. Um, but there is development going on where I'm planning to merge the two. So for now, just come over to the commitment to growth podcast. You'll probably find me there most of the time. And if you want to look at my website, it's www.commitmenttogrowth.com. I have all my services on there. I also post articles up there pretty regularly. So if you're interested in a quick read, there's that too. But always happy to chat, always happy to get more into this stuff because it really is the bread and butter of what I do all day, every day. So mm-hmm. awesome. thanks so much, yeah. Maria. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.